DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every single day. My name is Jake Schwanitz, RK. What is up, man? Not much, man. It's another beautiful day in Colorado. Another beautiful day in Buff Nation. Um, it's going to be a pretty hype show, I think. Oh, because, uh, I love that. We're recapping this year's, the 2023 transfer and recruiting classes. Charles Kelly's won an award. And we get to talk about Lil Wayne being at CU. Yes, Wheezy F, baby. I was typing out the outline for these topics today, and it was just like, what is <laughs> what is this? It's so funny. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, we start with Jawan Johnson, though. Yes. The four-star athlete, I believe out of Louisiana, um, plays quarterback, plays defensive back. Wide receiver. Wide receiver. Um, insane athlete. Pretty sure he's a track star, too. Yep. Um, anyways, he got a crystal ball today from 247 Sports. Chase Howell of Buff Stampede submitted that. He, of course, is uh, Juwan is supposed to commit on Saturday. I believe he said 10.30 his time, so that is 8.30, 8.30 in the morning for us on a Saturday. I'm excited to wake up to that news. Yep. <laughs> um, but signs are looking good so far. Got a crystal ball. Yeah. His first. So Absolutely. First crystal ball, not... I guess they like have different levels of crystal ball, so it's not a right. lead expert crystal ball or whatever they call mm -hmm. it, um, but a crystal ball nonetheless, which usually means there's some sort of sourcing involved and some sort of idea as to why Juwan Johnson would be coming to Colorado. Um, this would just be another banger. As we learned the other day, he is being recruited by most places as a defensive back. The coach prime said it yesterday, right? So where else? What other coach is going to let you play both ways? Exactly. Now you got to dominate both ways, like Travis does. Mm -hmm. But if you want to play both ways somewhere, th this might be the only place you're going to get that opportunity. I mean, I've seen it. It's rare. You've seen it with like Miles Jack. Um, yep. There was. I always forget his name. There was a dude at Washington who did it. Uh, the linebacker Ben Burkirvin? No, no. He might have done it too. But he was. I want to say it's like Shaq something. Oh, was it Shaq Thompson? Yes, Shaq Thompson um, played the did the same thing as Miles Jack, Miles Jack linebacker. Mm -hmm. Kind of, he also kind of did some safety um, and running back. But other than that, like you're just not going to see coaches who are willing to do that. And I think Coach Prime sees it differently than most coaches. The re the most the big reason why you wouldn't do it is because uh, of stamina. You know what I mean? Like right. you, a lot of these guys need rest. I think Coach Prime looks at it as these guys have an opportunity to put their skills on display in more mm -hmm. than one way. Like seeing Travis Hunter play receiver, I think highlights his athleticism more than seeing him play corner. Yep. Now he's a fantastic corner, lockdown corner, who would probably be a first round pick eventually either way. But when you see him play wide receiver, you're like, oh, my God, look at the ball skills. Look at the route yeah. running. Look at the change of direction. You just don't get to see that from a corner right. who's, who's not being able to make the first move. You know, it's all mm -hmm. reactionary at cornerback. And so Coach Prime, uh, as someone who got to showcase his skills with the ball in his hands as well, I think looks at that and says, I want you to have that opportunity. Now, you, you have to force me to be, you know, you got to be so good I want to play you on that side of the ball. But... At the same time, if I was Coach Prime, I wouldn't say this to the kids, but behind the scenes, I would be saying, I better have a roster that's good enough that if this guy can't go a couple plays because he just played on defense and now he played on offense and now he needs a little bit of a rest, we can fill in for him. And, you know, God forbid someone gets hurt because they're playing too much. 
we should be able to fill in. Yeah, I mean, he's just the perfect guy for these kind of slash athlete recruit type players. I mean, no one else is going to be more honest with you in terms of what he actually thinks about your true two-way ability if he thinks you can pull it off. And he'll tell you straight up to your face, nah, man, you should probably play corner or something like that too. Yep. Um, so it's extremely valuable, and it's also valuable, I think, in the grand scheme of recruiting because, I don't know, if another school says, yeah, you can come play both ways here, and then you go to Coach Prime, and he goes, nah, dog, not going to work out here. I mean, that's got to be like a little little mind worm, like, well, Coach Prime's kind of giving me the truth. Right. What are these other schools saying that, yeah, they believe I could play two ways when this is the ultimate two-way player? We've talked about this before, but it, Coach Prime keeping it real yep. is his second um, most valuable asset. Being Coach Prime is his most valuable asset right. and all that comes with it. Um, but if you stripped away his NFL career and just looked at him as a coach, how real he is is to me the the most important thing about why he what makes him successful as a recruiter mm. because it's all bullshit. Recruiting is all bullshit. Everything that these coaches are telling you is BS. Everything that they're telling your parents is BS. How how they're going to play you, you know, answering yes to everything you say is BS. The amount of NIL money they're going to give you is BS. It's all BS. And that's all these kids get served 24-7 is BS from yep. every corner. And then Coach Prime comes out and keeps it real. And he really does. And he said it yesterday, I don't sell anything. I present right. the opportunity. I tell them why we like them. I, I show them what, you know, what we have here at Colorado and what we're going to do here at Colorado. And if they're chasing a bag, then this isn't going to be the place for them. But – I know the kids deep down feel that and respect it. And I've said it before, Gen Z cuts through bullshit faster than any generation ever has. Yep. But also the parents. The parents know and can feel that someone is being real with their kid. And that gives them confidence in what Coach Prime preaches, which is we're going we're gonna to bring in a kid and give you a man. Um, and you can't do that by babying and telling everyone what they want to hear and making sure everyone's happy all the time. You can only do that by being real with them. And we keep bringing this guy up, but just look at the work he did at Jackson State with James Houston. That meeting when he's in there talking with the linebackers coach and James Houston, and it's real honest, straight up, look, man, you're not going to get on the field playing inside linebacker. We think you should go outside and play edge. We all know what happened after there. So. Yep. Um, I mean, that's a huge story, too, that he should tell parents, like, in terms of recruiting. Like, look at this guy. I brought him into Jackson State. Wasn't really anything special. Now he's second, tearing it up in the NFL. Second in rookie sacks in yes. the NFL behind only Aiden Hutchinson. Yep. Um, he also had the quote yesterday where he's been in all three chairs. And there is no, I don't know, there's maybe, uh, like, isn't Trent Dilfer coaching at, like, East Carolina or something is like he? that? Yeah. So there's very few amounts of people who can say, yeah, I've but been... does Trent Dilfer have a son who's recru been recruited? I don't know about that. Because that's the third chair. That is true. The player yeah. chair, the coach chair, and also the parent of a player who's being recruited chair. Yep. So Coach Prime, again, just one of one. Also, he's been in the chair where you sit down and they design your bust for the NFL Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes, that's very true. Um, a man of many talents. Yes. Let's talk about this class, um, these transfer and recruiting classes as a whole, because with this late signing period, I guess is what we're calling it now, we're finally putting this class to bed. 
Um, Coach Prime said yesterday they ranked 21st in the country, and that's the data I have, but I don't know where that's from. Yeah, you never – I mean, I, he loved it because it was number 21. Right. Um, Could have come from anywhere. Uh, 247 Sports has the Buffs 30th in the nation in the 2023 class. Which is kind of crazy because as recently as last week, they were 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's been movement in the last few weeks. I just don't feel like there's been that much movement to drop 11 spots in a week. Yeah, I don't know, man. Who knows? Is that just 2023 players? Yep. Okay, so... This is just recruits. Not transfers. Um, I guess I can go to overall here and look at it. Because um, I, I think maybe that's what it is. They're 21st if you include the... So that's what it is then. Yep. If you include recruits... Or sorry, freshmen mm-hmm. and transfers when they're, you know, I think they've dropped now to number four transfer class or whatever. Yep. Um, Although that'll probably go up now with Demoy Kennedy, um, so right. maybe they'll be back in the top three or maybe up to one. I don't know what what the other schools have gotten, um, but that's what really matters. Yes, and really, I've said it before, the transfer class is the most important thing for this sure. Year. Oh yeah, like we love Dylan Edwards and you know some of those guys as well, Morgan Pearson, uh, but the transfer class is what's going to help them win games now. Do we want to start with the transfer class then? Let's do it. So fifth overall transfer class, only behind LSU, who is number one, Florida State, USC, and Auburn. Um, They are the only school to get a five-star transfer in this cycle. Of course, in the Pac-12, they are going to be second just to USC, but they doubled them up in terms of total commits. USC only had 12 commits. Colorado had 24. USC did have seven four-stars, though. I haven't um, checked recently on terms of how many of Colorado's transfers weren't yet rated, which was holding back their rating. Yep. You have to look into that. Uh, pulling it up here. It's kind of hard. Like, it's not obvious. Yeah. Because ha- some of them have their transfer rating and some of them just have their high school rating next to them. So yeah. you have to like look through each one to see if it says transfer next yeah, to them. Yeah, I'm looking at it. There's quite a few with the, the HS next to their name. So, yeah, I mean, there's 24 guys – Right, you just said, mm-hmm. and last I checked, half of them didn't have a, a transfer that's, rating. Yep. So that's holding back why Colorado's number five, and they're behind like a, a USC who only has twelve. Yep, uh, just behind them in terms of Pac-12 transfer rankings is UCLA, and then Arizona State with their twenty-six commits that puts them at fourth. Um, the Buffs, I mean, the transfer class for this team. You already talked about it. It's going to be the most impactful crop of new players. No Shiloh in there yet. Either. And no Shiloh in there. And they're not done yet. Yep. And I assume no Des Moines Kennedy in there, at least as a rated player yet. I think he's in there, but yes, high school rating. So they're not done yet. They're going to keep adding, I would say, over 30 transfers when all is said and done, which is pretty special uh, to think about the the roster turnover that they're going to be able to accomplish. Um What's really, not to sidetrack us too much, what's really impressive is the Mm Pac-12. The Pac-12 did work this year. Now, I'll take out USC and UCLA because they're not really one of us anymore. Um, They're not Pac, if you will. (laughs) Um, But it's surprising how well the Pac-12 did in a year in which the Pac-12 had a horrible year as a conference. Um, They had a fantastic year as a recruiting conference and as a transfer conference. Yep. 
I'll just say this about the Pac-12, though. The the quality has gone up for sure. Yes. Um, it's QB conference of quarterbacks this year. Yeah. I mean, last year was not their best year, obviously. I mean, the injuries to, you know, Cam Rising, Caleb Williams late kind of derailed the season as a whole in terms of where the conference could have gone. You know, you talk CFP and stuff. But even like the middle of the conference is so much better yep. compared to where you, like teams like Oregon State, Arizona State, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Like these are competitive, feisty teams. These aren't going to be uh, easy wins for the Oregon's, USC's of the world. These are competitive teams that can absolutely win on the road or at home any week. And what's interesting about that is it's continuity that has allowed them to do that. Um, you know, like Jed Fish came in with a plan, right? And they were terrible his first year. So bad they got blown out by the buffs. And his second year, he gets in JDL. Yep. He's able to you know, implement what he's trying to do a little bit more, um, get the type of guys he wants, get some transfers in there like JDL, and now they're competitive. Oregon State, I mean, that's, the, that's a true one. Like they, oh, yeah. to me, truly took the Utah model and were like, we want to be Utah Junior. Mm-hmm. And they've been really successful in doing so. You know, they are big, they're strong in the trenches, they stick to their offensive philosophy, and now instead of just being like a bottom-dweller team, they have an identity that they can stick to and recruit and place players, and their coach has done a great job. He's actually a really good football coach, Yep. and now you're not trash, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Washington State, actually not necessarily one of these schools that has had continuity of any sort, yep. but just like the level of player that's coming into the Pac-12... Mm-hmm is at a much higher level than it used to be. And then the transfers, you know, a place like Washington State can go get a Cam Ward mm-hmm. as a transfer and turn things around immediately. Do you know who had the worst transfer class in the Pac-12 last year? No. It wasn't CU. Oh, worst tra- last year. Last year, 2022. Cal. Oregon State. Wow. They only got one transfer in. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that insane? That is crazy. And they were good. They were really good. Um, they got Zariah Beeson. <laughs> Tyler says, no hat, Jake, can take my daughter on a proper date. <laughs> oh, my gosh. People love I, no hat, Jake. I guess so. <laughs> they love the locks, dude. You were hiding it from everyone for months and months and months. You, I guess. You I let mean, them breathe. And you can keep, I mean, now you got It's, hat it's hair, not great right? now. So it's not, but, yeah. um, we'll think about it. Anyway, Stanford was the 11th <laughs> overall class in the pack last year, and CU was 10th. Only six players. I mean... What a difference. And think about the impact that those players had. You know, um, sadly, I already forget the name of the Baylor wide receiver. who R.J. Sneed. Yep, he got hurt yep. in camp, came back. I mean, he probably had more, but in my head, he had single-digit catches. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. Um Tommy Brown, probably the best transfer in. And what's his situation? I don't. I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We. I mean, he's not listed on any official roster or like two four seven or anything for this year. So he, did he just retire? I, I guess he's getting ready for the draft. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. The no. Um, Arena Football League's coming maybe back. that Shinesty underwear deal <laughs> is coming through for him. That's right. Um. So it was to- or it was Tommy Brown. R.J. Snead, Josh chandler Tomato, who yep. made some tackles, but was not what we hoped he'd be. 
Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, for the podcast listeners, someone said, Hide your daughters, hide your wife, hide your mamas and your aunties. No hat. Jake is out here. <laughs> He's not though. I'm not out here. Um No hat Jake came and left. Yeah. One time thing. No, he'll be back. Um Chance Main was also a transfer in. I mean nothing. Nothing. Um, Luke Eckerd, offensive tackle. Nothing. Nothing. Compared to this year when you get Travis Hunter and all these guys, it's amazing. Um, I wonder how many players just as themselves would have made CU rank higher <laughs> as a transfer class last year. Lawrence says no hat Jake took L's but walked around like he was undefeated. <laughs> I don't know if no hat Jake took any L's. I thought I had a pretty good day yesterday. Yeah, it was all dubs. <laughs> Um, like Shadur Sanders alone would have given them a higher oh, transfer yeah. class ranking. Yeah, Travis Hunter alone would have given them a higher transfer class ranking. Like Sadu Traore alone. Th- there's several players who just, as one person, would have given them a better ranking. Yep. Um. Okay. Let's move on to the recruiting class and hit break. Uh, they ranked fifth in the Pac-12. They get one five-star commit. Oregon got a five-star. USC got two five-stars, wow. and UCLA got a five-star. Uh, the teams ahead of Colorado in order. Fourth is Washington, three Utah, two USC, one Oregon. The Pac-12 as a whole, um, I shared you this right before we went live. Third in the nation in this year's classes in terms of the amount of five stars, with only five. The SEC, of course, at the top of 21. And then shockingly, the Big 12 was seven as second. How many did Texas get? Uh, I will find that out. And Oklahoma, because they don't count as Big 12. <laughs> uh, well, those teams combined for all seven of them. Okay, there, so you, there go. you go. Um, so that's just seven more to the SEC. Now the yep. big, big 12 has zero. Now you take three away from the Pac-12 yep. because you got to take out USC and UCLA. Uh, and, and so then Colorado. And Oregon. And Oregon are the only two true Pac-12 schools <laughs> yes. that got a five-star. Uh, the ACC only had four five-stars. And the Big Ten only had one. One. Wow. Would it be too petty of the Pac-12 to release the schedule and just not have USC games? <laughs> They're just like, oh, we thought you guys left. Sorry, we didn't factor you into the schedule. <laughs> just classify them as like a Notre Dame. They yeah, just have exactly. to make their own schedule. Go make your own schedule. Find some open dates. <laughs> yeah. Good luck scheduling Valdosta State. Yeah. Um, a couple FCS uh, schools in there, too. Yep. Whatever else you need to do. Brandon Innes is the only five-star recruit in the Big Twelve or Big Ten's 2023 class. I mean, just a massive uptick, man. Uh, you go back to last year, Colorado as a recruiting class. Well, it just took me nationally. Hold on. Colorado's recruiting class, no five-stars, no four-stars even, but they were still fifth in the conference. Dude, there was like a day when getting a four-star recruit was like, that was it. Like, yeah, I just remember some of these names like Bo Bisharat, who I guess still has eligibility. The Buffs got him, I believe, on signing day. Um, and I can actually remember exactly where I was. Huh. That's how like that's how big yeah. of a deal it was. They got yeah. Bo Bisharat on signing day. I was at the Super Bowl media party in Atlanta. So that would have been whatever the um, Rams Patriots Super Bowl. Is that 2016? Yep. Um 28 to 3. Is that 2016? Maybe it was 2017, the fact that he still well, has eligibility. 2016 season? 
Okay. The 2016 Super Bowl was won by the Denver Broncos. Right, and so then he became a freshman that year. Yeah, so like that, like get, that was a four-star running back, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh my god, we got it. like the way that times have changed. Now four stars are like, oh, that's dope. Five stars are like, yeah, we got yeah. one. You know, like, yeah. getting a five star two years ago would have been like, wow, like what did we do to get this guy? Mm-hmm. Or um, what did he do to fall to us? Yep, it's wild, man. And it's wild how even back-to-back years, finishing in the same place, fifth in your conference in terms of recruiting and just how drastic the classes are. No five stars, no four stars. You had 25 kids come in last year. And then this year, of course, you have the five-star in Mr. Cormani McLean. You have three four-stars. And then, uh, I'm sorry, I'm in the 2023 class. Anyways, you got a bunch of three-stars also. But. David says, hey, RK, your OT for modern day is really showing CU some love. He really is. You want to know what's crazy, Jake? Is I'm not saying this is going to happen with Brandon Baker because I actually think he really is coming. Mm-hmm. But recruits are going to use CU because of the wave that comes along <laughs> with CU. So he made a video of his visit to Oregon. It got 15,000 views. It's been yes. up for three months. Yeah. He made a video of his visit to Colorado. It's been up for like three days. 57,000 views. Yeah, it's massive. The difference that you get from just mentioning Colorado, it's like all these all these guys are tweeting out, hey, what's up, Boulder? You know, show some love. Right. Because it brings in followers. It brings in views. It brings in likes. It brings in retweets. Yep. It's insane the bump that comes with being associated with Colorado right now. So unfortunately, everyone's going to try and ride this wave whenever they get a Colorado offer. Um, but I, I just thought of it with Brandon Baker. Like he's loving it because every time he tweets about Colorado, it blows up. It's, I mean, it's the prime effect, man. I mean, yes. you really can't put it into words. You just can only witness appreciate it. And, it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, it doesn't even really make sense. I mean, we've been beneficiaries of the prime effect and it's just, I don't know. It leaves me speechless. Honestly. Yeah. If you want no hat Jake tomorrow on the show, <laughs> We need 500 likes. 500 likes. <laughs> Let's do it. And I'll bring back no hat, Jake. I need a haircut, though. I feel like my hair is actually a bit too long. I can send you to my barber literally right across the street. Floyd's? No, no. Don't, don't do that to me, Jake. Uh, I, I know there is a Floyd's right across the street. It's right across the street. <laughs> but no, Hollywood's. Hollywood's okay. Barbershop. Okay. Uh, right across the street. They'll, they'll get you right, right. Not whatever Floyd's would do to you. All right. I've been dreading this moment, but... Uh, <laughs> Time to do uh, some ad reads, and Valentine's Day is coming up. Special restaurant. <laughs> oh, I know. A romantic evening at home. What about later in the night, Ryan? <laughs> what happens later in the night, Jake? Well, some say Valentine's Day is the sexiest day of the year, <laughs> but are you ready, Roman ready, for sex? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Roman. No hat Jake on Valentine's Day. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, Roman is an online outlet that helps men with erectile dysfunction. Uh, they are the men's digital health clinic, a men's digital health clinic available in all 50 states with licensed physicians, no waiting rooms and no hassle. Roman sends everything right to your door with free, dis- free shipping and discreet packaging to get ready. Roman ready for better sex this Valentine's day. Go to row.co slash DNVR today to get 20% off your entire first order order by February 8th for guaranteed shipping in time for Valentine's day. That is ro.co slash dmbr there you go and then shout out to our friends killed it 
at Jive Hive. Yes. No training wheels. No training wheels. <laughs> the virtual dispensary on wheels. Um, if you want your weed delivered to you in your own house, maybe at your job, uh, Jive Hive's got you covered. They also offer discreet shipping and delivery if that's something you're interested in. Uh, you can see on the screen all the places in Colorado that Jive Hive is available. That's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com. Don't drive Jive Hive. Sean said, no hat. Jake breaks up with his girl the day before Valentine's Day and gets <laughs> back with her the day after. <laughs> oh, my God. What have I become? <laughs> uh, you guys kill me. I literally have to stop. I'll, I'll just read a comment and start laughing. And Ryan's like in the middle of like explaining like his whole take. And no, I'm just Jake dying. Puts the man in Roman. <laughs> Sheesh. Oh my God. This is a classic. Uh, Charles Kelly. <laughs> Charles Kelly won Speaking two. Speaking of four, the man. <laughs> he won two, four, seven sports national recruiter of the year for not only his work at Alabama, but for Colorado, and included in that graphic that 247 put out, the picture of Cormani McLean. Yes. Um, we saw the pictures. Of course, the leaked photos was with Charles Kelly. Um, his family posted pictures with Charles Kelly altogether. Um, he played a massive role in getting Cormani McLean here. Was and he con uh, credited as the primary recruiter? recruiter? Um, I would assume if they put him in the graphic. I think so. Let me try and find that for you. I wouldn't be surprised if it says Deion Sanders. Though. I would just love, I, I should say, I just love the fact that they, the 247 graphic that they put out had the Buffs logo on it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he obviously most of his work was done at Alabama. Yeah. But now every kid who all follows 247 sports, uh, you know, all these recruits follow them, saw that. They saw Alabama and CU on that graphic. They said, oh, that's the number one recruiter in the country. I got to go check him out. Uh, Charles Kelly is the primary recruiter, secondary recruiter, credited to Mr. Kevin Mathis, the cornerbacks coach. Oh, dope. Um, but yeah, we already talked a lot about Charles Kelly. He is a legit recruiter. And honestly, I don't know if Cormani McLean comes here without Charles Kelly coming here, even with Coach Prime. Just, of course, you have Coach Prime and everything that he's done in his career, but you add on Charles Kelly, you add on the players he's coached, and Derwin James. Jalen Ramsey, Pat Sertan, Trevon Diggs, um, I don't know, every other yeah. stud to come out of Bama from 17 to now. You know what's crazy um, with Charles Kelly is, I don't know, what's his thing? What makes him such a great recruiter? Usually you can tell, like, um, Jim Levitt was the defensive coordinator here during the rise, and he was the energy guy, the Tim Brewster type. Right. Where he's just like, oh, of course, you know, guys want to play for this guy because he walks in and he's just like, you can just you feel his presence when he comes in the room because he has that energy. Then there's like the coach prime type where it's just like, well, he's the swagger and the notoriety that comes with his name. Obviously, you have the types that are just like amazing. The Nick Saban, mm. Dabo, Swin Dabo Sweeney, like they just win. That's what helps them recruit. I don't know what Charles Kelly's thing is yet. I'm trying to figure out what makes him such an incredible recruiter because he seems pretty low key. Um and I'm excited to just learn more about him to figure out, like, what is his secret sauce? Um, I think this is just a guy who really knows his football. Is it football. the track record? Yeah, and has just been in it for so long. I mean, the dude's only 55 years old. He's been coaching since 1990. He played from 86 to 89. He's been in the game for yeah. 40 years already, basically. Like, it's, it's pretty insane. Um, and the places he's been, too. Um, 
of course, Alabama, but he was at Tennessee before that for a season, at Florida State, at Georgia Tech for a while. Pretty sure he coached DT when he was there. I mm. mean, not like coached him, but he was yeah, there when was DT there. was there. Wow. Um, I think when uh, maybe he caught the tail end of Calvin Johnson, too, when he was there. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I just think that this is a guy that really knows ball and players trust him and have seen his track record and see the players he sent to the league, and that's – why he's the best recruiter in the nation, I guess. Yeah. So it's impressive. Being the best recruiter in the nation is an unreal tag to have next to your name. Yep. Um, and I guess, you know, everyone in the comments is saying he puts guys in the league, but like a lot of people have put guys in the league. Mm -hmm. There has to be a separating factor there. And I'm, I, I'm excited to learn what it is. There's something that he has a little extra something. Obviously, the track record's amazing, but. You don't recruit better than everyone without a little a little secret sauce. Yep. Um, to put this into even more perspective, in the top 10, there were three other coaches from Alabama in terms of top recruiters. And Charles Kelly, of course, ahead of them all. Uh, Brian Hartline, who has been getting wide receiver after wide receiver after wide receiver at Ohio State. He's Crazy. actually been promoted to OC now. Yeah, they had they had to to keep him because everyone was trying to yeah. get him. Um, I mean, better than him. It's pretty impressive stuff. YouTube <laughs> corner? YouTube corner. Let's do it. I just got a DM from one of our great listeners, Charles, who says, my real name is Charles. Charles Kelly. <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah, I yeah. know who that is. That's our guy. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> That's funny. We um, also, what's the other? Oh, we also have a Tyler Brown in the comments. We do. We got, so yep. we put together the whole squad. I know. Maybe it is the actual people. I doubt there's a second Shador Sanders. So far. <laughs> so far. Until Shador Sanders Jr. Exactly. Who runs all of his social media. And then becomes a buff in about 20 years. <laughs> 20 plus go. years. Um, YouTube Corner. We caught up. I caught up at least. Um, but you watched the Lil Wayne video too. Oh, yeah. He was in awe of CU. That was a fun one, man. Um, I, I just love the, the contrast between Lil Wayne and Coach Prime. Mm -hmm. um, because... Two very different paths, um, but I, I just like the friendship there was fantastic to yeah. see, and you could tell like it wasn't just like I don't know. There's like these celebrity friendships that only exist because they're celebrities. Like you could tell like, especially all the times they're like whispering. I was yeah. like, oh, what are they talking? Like they're like actually yeah. boys. Uh huh. Um, and that's been the case with all all the people that Coach Prime has brought in. It felt it feels like he has like real relationships with all these people. Um, which I think goes a long way in in everything in his life, but that was sick. Also, I don't know what the person was saying. Remember yesterday they were like, "Listen closely when they walk past the uniforms." Oh yeah, I rewinded and listened to it forty times. Yeah, all I can hear is he says something like, "I got Travis, Shador, and Shiloh," and like I was trying to piece it together. Like maybe uh. he's like he asked for their input on the new uniforms or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I. I, I have no idea. I, I listened so many times trying to find that little Easter egg, and I couldn't. We can just be surprised, I think, by one thing. Yeah. Um, also, Lil Wayne from New Orleans said it wasn't that cold. Another one. Yep. Another one. And that's what Coach Prime said yesterday. He's like, when these Florida boys learn that it ain't so cold out here, it's over. Yep. Yep. And they will. I mean, it's like 45 and sunny today. It's a beautiful day today. T-shirt. Yeah, this is what I wore into the office. Yeah. I mean, long sleeve tee, but yeah. I went short sleeve. That's fine. I had a jacket just in case I needed it. Yep, I'm here late, but um, 
I think the biggest takeaway for me from watching Lil Wayne walk around the facility was just what everyone has been saying about CU the last few years is that it was a hidden gem. Mm -hmm. And Lil Wayne, I think, exposed that in the video. I mean, people have been learning that, but he really like exposed it when just how seeing his face light up and how in awe he was of the facilities, I think, really drove it. The locker room clip. This, this is the, the fucking, fucking locker room? room? <laughs> yeah. Like, that drives that stuff home. I you love know? that he was in there and it took him a second to realize yeah. it. And then he was like, wait. He's like halfway in <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awesome. Um, just a great video. Um, hopefully we see him on the sidelines. I also love the, uh, like, I don't know, there's little times where you see, like, how much Coach Prime appreciates Bucky. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, Bucky, Bucky, tell him what you said when we came in here the first time. Yeah. You know, I like love that. Yeah. Like, because Bucky said, oh, my dad's going to be preaching sermons in here. <laughs> yep. And like that stuck with Coach Prime. He loved it so much. He's like, oh, say that thing again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was one of my favorite clips, too. Um, There's a well-off video that came out and we finally got to see the Cormani McLean footage. Yes, that was fun. Very fun. Um, that was like one of the all time great troll jobs starts with the uh the thumbnail is that picture yep. then it's in the background watermark then everyone's like oh it's gone but no it's in the background watermark but just even yep. smaller it was literally the leonardo dicaprio once upon a time in hollywood thing there. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah <laughs> there that's, he is that's what it was that's perfect um but yeah so dope to see them just hanging out and we already saw all the pictures and stuff but uh and we said what his mom said on Twitter yesterday, but I think everyone in his family, including him, are very, very excited to be in Colorado. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be lit. It is going to be lit. What else was lit was uh, we were featured. Oh uh, yes, I swear TV just mentioned this, yep. and I don't think he mentioned that we were in it, but yeah. Um, well, we were featured on two things. Reach the people. Yes. Oh yes. Uh, featured is a, is a uh, strong well, word. We made a cameo. We finally got an appearance. Yes, <laughs> um, Darius put out the video of the press conference, and uh, he got my question, and then you know was doing the whole thing. So I was in that, and then apparently we're in the uh, the bonus episode of the Coach Prime documentary. Thank God there was a bonus episode. Yes, I got to see what it is, but it, it left off in a weird spot. So I'm excited to see a little bow tied on the end of it i think this one's a lot more about colorado yeah well i'm surprised we haven't seen the amazon prime cameras there yet because that was the last time we saw them was that day they're coming or someone else will yeah. uh, take it over um because pds swag brought up willie taggart willie taggart's son com uh, committed somewhere else today interesting yeah what do you think about that do you think that means taggart's out coach prime is adamant he's coming <laughs> i know but uh, Willie Taggart Jr. visited CU yep. and is now committed to, I believe, Western Kentucky. Maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he wants, because he, he's a quarterback, isn't he? Quarterback, yes. So maybe he just didn't see the opportunity to start at Colorado. But I almost asked at the press conference, who's the backup quarterback going to be, man? Stauber Wiseman. That's pretty bold. It is bold. Portal's not, I mean, they can still work the portal, but. Yeah, someone will lose their starting job to a younger player in spring and hit the portal. I'm sure I'm sure that will happen. Um, and if they need a backup, they'll go get them. I will say, I would like to see an addition. Mm -hmm. Having bad quarterback depth sucks. And I pray to the good Lord above that Shador Sanders will be healthy. Yep. But 
there's nothing worse than when your starter goes down and then you're just hopeless. Yeah, well, you saw it last year. I mean, exactly. any type of quarterback issue and the season just collapsed on itself. Yep. Um, questions? Let's do it. Before we get to questions, though, I'm going to tell you guys about our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. They have two fantastic giveaways coming up on March 9th, Thursday, March 9th. This is an abs giveaway against the Kings. They're giving away two tickets. Um, Section 102, do you know where that is? It's right down the middle. Right down the middle, fifth row. Yeah. You also get passes to the Lexus Club. Um, Head over to thednbr.com slash Breck Sweeps to enter. And there is also a Nuggets giveaway for the March 30th. That is a Thursday game against the New Orleans Pelicans. Two tickets courtside. Courtside fit. Courtside fit. Courtside fit. I put my uh, courtside fit out yesterday. Yeah. Um, from and when Jive I had the, said, yeah, Jive Five said four twenty out of ten. Love it. <laughs> Great rating. Amazing. <laughs> um, the Nuggets giveaway also features passes or passes to the Lexus Club and a parking pass. Uh, you can also get some sweet DMVR gear with both those giveaways. Again, head on over to thednbr.com/slash Breck Sweepstakes. Uh, and complete the form to enter. Must be 21 plus. Links are in the show description. Winners will be selected one week before each game. And then also shout out to the American Raptors. They have joined a new league, the Columbia Rugby Federation. Uh, the American Raptors feature athletes from all around, um, you know, basketball, football. Are you a rugby fan, by the way? Do you like the game? Um, yes. I, I wouldn't say I follow it closely. But do you understand it? I do understand it and appreciate it. It's a great game. It's basically like a whole game made out of fullbacks. Yes. It's just kind of fun. It's really fun. <laughs> I played rugby in high school. Really? Yeah, it was a blast. Damn. I was a wing. All right, all right. Um, but anyways, the American Raptors could be your next opportunity if you are an elite, if you feel you're an, an elite athlete who did not get the opportunity you deserved. Um, best part about the American Raptors, though, is their games are free. You can stream them for free or grab your free ticket. Head on over to AmericanRaptors.com. Shout out those guys. Let's get on to questions then. Seems like we got quite a few today. Playing bangers downstairs. VHF, do you think if the Buffs don't win seven or eight games next year, the fans will be disappointed? Eight's, the bar of eight is too high for disappointment. Let's say they win six. Are people disappointed? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Uh, if they get to a bowl game, everyone will be excited, step in the right direction, back in the bowl, you know, bowl world, and above all, they'll have a top five or so recruiting class coming in. Yep. That's just like okay, so we're going to build off of this. We're gonna, you know, a lot of these players who were forced to start for us this year are now going to be depth pieces because we brought in transfers of even a higher caliber, you know, on and on and on. Um, it's It'll be Shador's last year going into the next season. Like, I don't think disappointment is the right word. Um, I think less than six w- will now be a disappointment, which is crazy because you could increase the win total by 500%. And still, I think I think the hype has reached a level now where people aren't going to accept it less than a bowl game. Yep, I think that's where we kind of draw the line is go to a bowl game. Yep. And that's when everything else at that point kind of just doesn't matter if you hit that six, win, six yep. wins mark. To be fair, also, if you beat Nebraska and CSU, right, that goes a long way as yeah. well. I mean, 1-11, man. You yep. can really only go up. 
especially in terms of the talent we saw last year. RK, would you rather or would you prefer CU Nebraska to be daytime or night game? So this is an interesting question because in almost every scenario for a big game, I would choose night game. Just, you know, gives the fans a little more time to loosen up. If you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, gets a little more raucous in there. It'll be early in the season, so it's still going to be nice and warm. With that being said, my whole childhood, CU Nebraska was played at like 1 p.m. on ABC the day after Thanksgiving. And so I, anytime I think CU Nebraska, I'm thinking of like a day game. Yeah. Um, so with that, with that being said, I think I want a day game. But I would certainly not complain if it's like a 7 o'clock start just because it will be even just one more notch more electric. Yep. Um, I mean, night vibes for that game would be absolutely amazing. The, uh, yeah. The, the parties on the hill afterwards exactly. if they win. Good Lord. <laughs> um, Jamie with the question. Did you catch wind of the Deuce Robinson stuff? People always do this to us. Do you know what he's talking about? Uh, in the last two minutes now, I do. Okay. Um, so he's delayed his commitment. He is a five-star tight end in this class. Um, oh, I was thinking of the player. Don't they already have a Deuce? They have Deuce Robertson. Oh, my God. I know. I know. <laughs> or Robertson, I think. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. I was like, uh-oh, yeah. what happened with Robertson? Or is it Robertson? Robertson. Anyways. Yes, that's who it is. Deuce Robinson. Robinson. Anyways, yes. The five-star tight end said that he was going to be delaying his commitment. What um, what, uh, class? 23. 2023 class is delaying his signing. Signing, yes. Ah. But he hasn't committed yet either, I don't think. He's uncommitted, unsigned. Pulling up his 247 page now shows him uncommitted. He's got two crystal balls to Georgia. That's it. (laughs) Wow. Uh, top recruit out of Arizona, a top 20 recruit in this class. Um, just from reading very quickly here, I think he's a baseball player also. Interesting. And I think the MLB draft might be playing a factor in this. Wow. I think. Okay. Um, Jameis Winston style. Yeah. Um, that's all I got, though, so all right. far. Next question. Angela is back, and she asks, Coach Prime asked 10 more Florida boys to join him at CU. Jake and RK is Coach Prime seeking more speed at wide receiver, running back, linebacker. Speed everywhere. Yeah. It's the ultimate college football hack. Well, in this speed wins. handy-dandy packet we got, we learned that eight wide receivers came in this class, and that is the most that CU has had, at least going back to 1980 in a single class. Wow. That's surprising. Um, yeah. But it's also just a gold mine for players. Like yep. there's just so many wide receivers out there and not all of them are going to pop, so just bring in tons of talent and then let it pop. Yep. Everyone's saying MLB options too. Um we can keep going. Okay. Uh I swear TV, I guess. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Colorado and Utah potentially leaving? I hope they do to be honest, unstable. Um is this a report? Um, I just think it's the the idea of Colorado and uh, Utah potentially leaving huh. the Pac-12. Would they be the two next to leave, I guess, at this point? I mean... It's possible. After USC, uh, UCLA, 
I mean, I guess Colorado does kind of step in as the next big ticket school. Absolutely. Besides Oregon, maybe. Oregon, Washington, Utah would be the other ones, including Colorado. But mm-hmm. Colorado is now, in my opinion, one of the biggest draws in college football. For sure. Absolutely. Certainly right. for this year. And if they have success this year, that's only going to carry over. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's paying attention right now. Right. Uh, next question from Wayne. Coach Prime is building an SEC defense in the Pac-12. Why does nobody realize this and think everybody is going to score all over CU? That's a great question. Who in the world is talking about people scoring all over CU? Well, there's a lot of Twitter hate. You don't score on teams that have two elite corners. Yep. You just don't do it. Find me, the, find me a bad defense with two elite corners. It doesn't exist. And then, of point. course, you add in, you know, all of the others, the Jordan Dominic of the world, you know, the interior guys that they mm-hmm. added, Shane Cox, um, the safety group is great. The they speed have, at linebacker. Yeah, they've got speed at linebacker now. It's like, I don't know. If you are saying CU is going to get scored all over, mm-hmm. you just simply don't know ball. Hater. And you're a hater. Um, I agree, though. I mean, this defense is going to be much improved, much faster. And more talented. So um, we'll hey, see we exactly how. Great job, Alyssa. Thank you, Alyssa. On the fly. Beautiful stuff. Um, we just did Wayne's. You can go to Jeff's. Has Kevin Coleman actually transferred yet? He's a St. Louis kid who I follow. He was a dog in high school. I'm th- pretty sure it is official, is it not? Kevin to Coleman to Louisville? Louisville, yeah. I don't know. Yep, says Louisville on 247 Sports. Is he Sports. signed? Um, I mean, he's got the whole card there. Like, yeah, like he's on the team. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think he's gone. Yeah, he's he's gone. Uh, VHF. How did CU do in the Pac-12 recruitings for recruiting high schools? So um, not just the. I don't know. I don't know if I can get purely high schools because it. Well, JUCOs would be under transfers, I guess, right? But he, yeah. Is yeah. that I don't I don't I guess I don't really <clears throat> understand the question. Just like we were talking earlier, like CU's thirtieth if you only look at high school, but they're twenty first when you include the right. recruiting class. So uh-huh. what is their Pac twelve ranking if you only look oh, at high Pac-12, school? Pac twelve, just high school, uh fifth. Okay. Yep, fifth. Looks like we're not getting no hat Jake tomorrow. Yeah, you guys got some work Nowhere to do. Nowhere near 500 likes. Sad. Uh trucking with Tony, predictions for Shador's season performance this year. I think at some point this offseason we'll put numbers on it. Um, but I fully expect him to compete to be one of the to compete to be the second best quarterback in the in the conference. First is not too far out of reach though. Well, yeah, I, it's just it's crazy for me to say like he can be better than the reigning Heisman winner next year. True. But you can have better numbers than someone who's a better player than you. That's true. That's true. So, um, we'll see. Mario, why doesn't transfer ratings take into account uh, the players who are transferring out? At least to me, net a rating. net transfer ratings would make more sense. They do. They do, yeah. Yep. You're right. Um, it does play a factor. I mean, I have no idea exactly how it's calculated, but it yeah. does play a role. There is a f- some sort of formula, which I'm sure they don't yeah, share. for sure. Uh, DMJ Music Group. Hey, guys, what letter grade would you give CU recruiting so far? Be really honest. Be really honest, Ryan. Which grade would you give them? A plus. Same plus, here. Plus. Yep. Plus plus. I mean, honestly, how much better could they have actually done? Maybe. <sighs> no, they couldn't. They couldn't. I mean, 
it's nitpicking though. Like the things There's that you could say. There's a couple guys that we wanted them to get that they didn't get. Yeah. My expectations for this recruiting class were so much lower than what they did. The transfer class, I was expecting big things. Um, and they, they, you know, definitely met or exceeded those expectations. But for them to turn around and what was the recruiting class ranked when they got here? In the 50s? Yeah. Yeah. And they got it all the way down to 30. Um, it was like 50s or 60s. They were way down there. They were way down there. I... I really don't think I could have asked for more. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I would like for them to have gotten Blake Purchase. They're so late. Like, how can I blame them mm -hmm. for losing out on Blake Purchase, who's been being recorded by Oregon for re recruited by Oregon for years? Right. Yep. I mean, for what Coach Prime was able to do in what only two months, a month and a half, basically, when you count the time he was still spent coaching Jackson State, it's pretty remarkable stuff. Yep. Chris Spoomer with the uh, Super Chat. Signing day is over, and we've already resorted to pimping out our boy Jake for likes. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll love just you. his hair. Yeah, just my hair. I'll sacrifice my hair for some likes. <laughs> if you all were to take Prime out for dinner in Denver, where would you take him, and what would you order on their menu? That's a question for you. Oh, man. It's hard to say because I, I don't know what Coach Prime likes. <laughs> I actually have an answer. I lied. Okay. Legal Pete's. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like that. Um, I'd have to find out if he likes this type of food, but my favorite restaurant in Denver is a place called Uncle, mm -hmm. which is like, uh, not to make it sound bougie, but like elevated ramen. Okay. Um, and it's the flavors that they put out there are one of a kind. It is so good. They have these like bao buns that are insane. Everything on their menu is fantastic so if he likes that kind of food that's okay. where i would take him hell yeah um do you think coach prime is a barbecue guy has to be right? gotta be that's where i'd take him i guess then okay best barbecue joint out here uh ryan j question for the boys can you post your depth chart to social media a couple weeks ago it's a good visual reference, reference. point um the we'll have to rework it yeah one okay yeah we could do that we'll just have to rework it because a lot has changed since then yeah Maybe uh, after next week when you're back. There we go. Uh, Jamel, for RK, how is the next Ralphie selected? Is she a, clo a clone or picked from the same bloodline of Ralphie's? So first, uh, they emit white smoke from a building. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, uh, it, it's really, there's just like a, there's no um, secret formula for it. They just try to find another one. This last search was actually really difficult. Yep. Um, they found one, but it had like some issues, and so they weren't sure. Um, it's it's kind of an interesting process to actually find a new Ralphie. Um, a lot of times, what happens is they kind of like, I, I guess, like develop a new Ralphie once they know the other Ralphie yeah. is starting to get older. But this last one, like the protege took a wrong turn late in the process, so they had to go back to the drawing board. Uh, it's it's a very interesting process, but what what happened is we ended up with a really young and raw Ralphie um, who's still growing. I'm I'm yep. really hoping that she hits a big growth spurt between now and and uh, week one of next season. She's got to hit a big growth spurt at some point during Coach Prime's tenure. Oh yeah, we got to see her at full force. Yeah, I mean in the last Ralphie, Ralphie five, which by the way lives with Ralphie six. 
and lives a charmed life as all Ralphies do, um, was like, in my opinion, like a perfect Ralphie. Like Mm -hmm. just, she was so great. Uh, Ralphie six, she's coming up. Yep. Super chat from Timothy. Did you see the undiscovered area coach prime found while escorting Lil Wayne? We've the been up room? there. No, it was the rooftop of the oh, champion that's center. That's right outside where we interviewed Mike Sanford. That is right where we interviewed Mike Sanford. We have some sick pictures, actually. Yeah, we do. I'll send one to uh, uh, to Alyssa to bring up while before we finish here. Cool. Um, there was a comment that cracked me up. Jimmy said, "I I don't know what the conversation going on in the comments there, but Jimmy said, ramen is not spaghetti. Very emphatically. Oh no, and it's not like <laughs> if you're thinking of like top ramen." Like, you know, the microwave and go type stuff. It's nothing like that. Yeah. But ramen noodles. <laughs> That's elevator ramen equals spaghetti. <laughs> that is a wild take. That is pretty wild. That's almost like a is cereal a soup yes, type of thing. Yes, yes, 100%. <laughs> um, Sean with the super chat. Deuce's MLB comparison is Aaron Judge. Shut up. So maybe this makes sense why he <laughs> delayed his college football recruitment. Don't you dare play football if you can rake like that. Yeah, legitimately. Um, John with the question, main positions left to target for transfers after spring. Well, we talked about backup quarterback. I think that's got to be up there. Um, I don't know. Running back depth, I guess, would be maybe something. I mean, you're already stacked on wide receivers. Uh, trench depth in any kind would be nice. Um, Shiloh's coming in, so you know they're going to work on the safeties. You got the linebacker yesterday. Um, I honestly don't know. Like, I guess backup quarterback is literally the biggest need at this point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would... I would still like to add to inside linebacker. I'm just an inside linebacker guy. Yeah, you want another one? I mean... I guess Jeremiah Brown, I, I think I keep underselling him, which isn't fair. Yeah. Yeah. And you got some young guys who are on the team from last year yep. there, too. Alyssa, I just sent two pictures to Buff's assignments. Um, I honestly don't know, though. Like, where else? You I mean, you said linebacker. That still feels like a luxury, like, to yeah. improve linebacker at this point. You could do some, probably some more defensive line depth, some more offensive line depth. You can never go wrong adding in those areas. Um, it's just at this point, it's like the NFL draft where like the good big guys always go early. Yeah. Like there's no good tackles still in the portal right now, you know? Right, 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 right. Like there's no good. What about like a wide receiver, like a true big wide receiver one? So that's the thing. I mean, they've been chasing that, um, with the guys that went to Arkansas. I mean, those were massive dudes. Um, so maybe those guys went to Arkansas. Yeah. Broden and Tesla. (sighs) Screw those guys. Crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, is KJ Jefferson in the draft? I think so. Um, no, I actually don't think so. Next year. I don't think he is. So there you go. We'll see. There it is. That is us right where coach prime and Lil Wayne were hanging out yesterday. Um, look at that view, man. It's amazing. Unrivaled unrivaled and um, you can see actually where we're standing there's a giant cu logo so if you look yeah. at like a overhead view of that if you're like flying over it or whatever you just see like a giant cu logo yep. which is sick um and lil wayne was asking him like do they get this popping during game days oh yeah oh yeah personally not for me um because it, as you can see right here it's pretty high up there yeah um so you actually would have a good view of what's going on it's just really far away from the action yeah but 
for the people who are there for, I don't know, more of a social outing. Right. It's perfect. They've got a bar up there that they keep going during the games. Yep. Um, I think you actually have to buy passes for this. Um, and everyone's complimenting the picture. That is No Hat out. Jake. Lawrence saw it. I was oh, waiting for someone to find it. it. No Hat Jake. <laughs> um, surprisingly, I'm wearing black pants, a black T-shirt, and white <laughs> shoes. Um, it was cold that day, It was. Too. Bro, I... I know, like, I can handle the cold. I was struggling out there. Because we, <laughs> we talked cold. to Mike Sanford for, like, 15 minutes out yeah. there, and I didn't bring my jacket out. I was like, all right, this is actually cool. It was, like, a little windy and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, um, no, they, they get it <laughs> popping up there for sure, and you can, like, go before the games, have drinks, hang out. It's really cool. Um, By the way, shout-out to Ryan Green, who I talked about my yep. recruiting story with yesterday. Prime would take no hat Jake out. <laughs> <laughs> He asked me how I was doing yesterday in the press conference. There we go. I asked him a question. There we go. Uh, It's something, I guess. James with the super chat. I was telling my friends if the Denver Broncos didn't get Sean Payton, we might as well go for prime time. It can't get much worse in Denver anyways. Let's say you. Now you know how I felt about the goddamn Harbaugh rumors. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the Denver Broncos. They have been my team since I was born. Yep. I would legitimately resent them if they took Coach Prime away from me. Thank you. <laughs> this was my life the last like three, four months no. or three, four weeks. Sorry. Uh, yeah, but you're. I know I, it's, different. it's it, different. I'm willing to accept it is different. It is different, but it's still my team, and I don't want another one of my teams stealing my very good head coach. Right. I, I feel you. I feel you. I wanted Sean Payton more than Jim Harbaugh anyway. Me too. Um, just for football reasons. So. Yeah, Nicholas said another defensive tackle. It certainly wouldn't hurt. Um, I would just say, like, it's they're in best player available mode. Really? For sure. If there is a beast who comes available in the portal, they can go get him. No joke. Um, and th- things happen, man. Like, anything could happen. Um, maybe, you know, like, I don't want to wish this against anyone, but, like, let's just say there's a really good wide receiver at a school with a good quarterback. The quarterback mm-hmm. gets hurt in spring ball. He realizes... These backup quarterbacks suck. I got to get out of here. This is going to tank my NFL stock. Let me go play with, you know, maybe the most accurate quarterback in college football. Yep. Um, Jordan Addison didn't officially enter the portal till May last year. There you go. Now it was because USC offered him I mean, some insane. Yeah, that bag, was a whole. The recruitment of that, of course, it was dirty. Um, same with Caleb Williams, though, too. It took a while, I think, for that to happen, right? right. Like, it yep. wasn't immediately once the window opened. Yep, for um, sure. So, yeah, anything can happen. Is that uh, it? Oh, uh, we got? Sweet. Sweet. This was a fun one, man. Yeah, great show. Comments were on one. Yep. You guys are amazing. Love you guys. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. Don't know what we're doing yet. It'll be fun, though. We'll see you at 3. Friday vibes, promise. Friday vibes. Let's go Buffs? Let's go Buffs.